You've tuned in to this week's episode of Cornerstone Conversations. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cornerstone Conversations, episode number... 24. 24. Sorry. 20, is it 24? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's 24. That wow. means that next week's a grand, wonderful 25. 25. What's that? Is that silver? I don't know. It's only 25 <laughs> weeks. It's not quite <laughs> half a year. Yeah, pretty 20, close. 26 would be half a year. Wow. We should have something to celebrate that. Maybe a special episode. A special episode. We'll have to, yeah, we'll have to think about that. Yeah, wonderful. So, Matt, we're uh, going to be talking about a story that happened in one of the Gospels. Actually, it's in more than one of the Gospels written down, but we looked at it in Luke's Gospel about a woman who had a bleeding issue. She was constantly bleeding for 12 years, and the story is about how she approached Jesus, how she was healed, and just the messages that might be in that for us when we're, we're looking in our own life, waiting for something to happen and hopefully encourage people not to give up, mm. but to continue on in hope. Yep. Yeah, so you were there. Matt, tell me about it. I, <laughs> yeah. I was there. Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, no, it was really, really great message, really challenging to, to just be in that place of of making making the effort and, and the fact that Jesus is available and we just need to reach out and... Mm. And really touch him, and and that we have access to that that healing power in the name of Jesus. Um, you know, to be to not, um, you know, be shying away from from even asking the question because we don't think we're important enough or mm. or whatever. Um, but but just that that um, God's heart and Jesus' heart is is there for for healing people and uh, for wanting the best for us and and all that kind of stuff. So just the the challenge. Um, yeah, of just just accepting that, mm. um, and and actually doing something about it, you know, and continuing to do stuff about it, even you know you might not see that miracle straight away, but just the just to to keep on pressing in, yeah, uh, in that space, yeah, yeah. I think it like really applies to all parts of life, you know. Like mm. I think about parents with kids and things mm. they've trained for. Yep. Never give up. Yep. Never give up, Definitely. and hold hold God to His promises. Like not, you know. You promise God, so if you don't do it, but understand His promises. Mm. You know that in Jesus Christ they are yes and amen. Yeah. So I'll read out the passage actually, because I think the story is worth reading. Uh, Luke chapter eight, verse forty to forty-eight, and it actually starts where Jesus has just come across a lake in a boat, and there's crowds waiting for him, and yeah, he's met by someone, and then we'll continue on from there. On the other side of the lake, the crowds welcomed Jesus because they had been waiting for him. Then a man named Jairus, a leader of the local synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come home with him. His only daughter, who was about 12 years old, was dying. As Jesus went with him, he was surrounded by the crowds. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding and she could find no cure. Come out behind Jesus, she touched the fringe of his robe. Immediately the bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. Everyone denied it. And Peter said, Master, this whole crowd is pressing up against you. But Jesus said, Someone deliberately touched me, for I felt healing power go out from me. When the woman realized that she could not stay hidden, she began to tremble, fell to her knees in front of him. The whole crowd heard her explain why she had touched him and that she had been immediately healed. Daughter, he said to her, Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. That's a pretty cool story. It's a right? great story, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
actually, just as I was reading it down, I was like, so the first person Jesus met was Jairus. Mm. His daughter was about 12 years old. How long had the lady been suffering with that issue of blood? 12 years. That's pretty crazy. That is. Yeah, never really thought of it, but... No. You know, this guy's coming up to Jesus because his daughter's dying. Yes. And it is pretty much the same amount of time that this lady had been suffering. Yep. I don't know if there's a link there or whatever, but it's just interesting, mm. you know, to think about it. Um, yeah, so a few, there's a few points that I sort of made on the weekend that I thought, you know, as I read through it, that made me wonder about it. The first was the crowd itself. Um, mm. I, I think for me... I remember being in Melbourne on New Year's Eve and we went in to see the fireworks, which were really actually quite pathetic, by the way, <laughs> compared to Darwin. Um, and the crowd was massive. Yeah. And we had to get back to the train station. And so we had to cross over. We were down near the Yarra River. We had to go up and cross over to Flinders Street Station. But the way the the foot traffic was set up, it was like you're trying to get across a sea of people that were going in one direction and mm. it was almost impossible. Mm. And I was like, when I thought about this picture here, like we had crowds waiting for Jesus. I'm sure it wasn't yep. like, you know, a few people sitting back on their chairs. It would have been massive thinking about this this man, Jesus, coming across mm. who had been healing people and doing the miracles and they loved his teaching. Yep. Um, and this woman was in that crowd. Yeah. But it talked about her pushing through to get what she needed. And and to me, I was like, I know how hard it was to press through that crowd. I wonder how hard it was for her, considering she'd been bleeding for all this time. She was probably not that strong, mm. probably a bit weak, but she had this, this, I don't know, some the inner drive to think that perhaps if I touch Jesus, yep. he could heal me. What what do you think about when you, you think about that, Matt? Yeah, I think there's definitely a, you know, it, it, it obviously took... Um, a lot of persistence and a lot of, you know, energy and 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 effort mm. to get through that crowd to get to Jesus. You know, like I think, um, you know, it talk, it talks about there that you know she she'd had this bleeding and she could find no cure. That so she she'd exhausted all avenues. Now you know we don't know how many avenues that would have been back then, but yeah, you know, there was there was no no cure and, um, you know, just just her her drive to say, you know, Jesus can cure me. You know, I've heard of all these miracles, of all these things that he's been doing. Mm. Um, you know, th- I think that would have given her, you know, the, I guess the courage and the, and the energy to try and push through. But you're absolutely right. You know, there's this, there's this huge amount of effort required to get to, 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 to be close enough to touch him. Yep. You know, like that's, you can imagine that people are pushing and shoving and, you know, yeah. they're, they're trying to, even get close to this guy that everyone's talking about and yep. and see for themselves. Yeah, um, so it does actually say the whole, right when um, Peter said, Master, the whole crowd is pressing up against you. Yeah, yeah. And I think the other thing in that too is, is that she touches the fringe of his robe. It's almost like she's pushing and trying to get there and she's like being, being pushed over and even fallen over on the ground, you know, yeah. and she's reached out and she's just touched the, the bottom of his, of his robe. Yeah. As she's, sprawled out on the floor yep. with people pushing and shoving around and all that. I mean, that's, that's how I, I see that. And, mm. you know, but just that, um, you know, I guess the, the drive, the, the, the faith that Jesus is going to heal her yeah. to, to push through, you know, I think you're absolutely right. I think, 
you know, she could have been in that place of being really weak and whatever and could have just gone, oh, well, you know, maybe next time. Yeah, and especially since Jesus is now on this mission to heal a, do- a girl. Yeah, yeah. And and that, like, I sort of think maybe, maybe she might have even identified with that and thought, that's a 12-year-old girl. I've had mm. this sickness for 12 years. Mm. That's far more important than my need. Yeah. Uh, or Jesus, like obviously yeah. thinking of Jesus and and God working through him, yeah. Um, and I think the message to us is to never think that what we have is not important enough for God. Mm. And also, the second thing is that God is actually infinite. Like we, I know I've talked to people before that sort of say this, you know, oh, well, my problem's only small. God probably doesn't have time for that because there's so many more important issues out mm, there. You mm. know, so, you know, I've got a headache, but they've got cancer or, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. You know, I've just broke my leg in a car crash, but, you know, they've lost a loved one that, that Jesus might need to actually spend a bit more time with them. And mm. we sort of put God in this limited box in a way. We're saying, yeah. well, you know, it's almost like God's got, you know, a thousand miracles he can do in a day. So let's, I might be a thousand and one on that list. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he. It's like you know that list that that God's got and he's going through each day, and it's like uh, I'll probably get bumped down now. Mm. Um, but to not have that heart, and I think like that is definitely something I feel like she could have done. She could have just said that issue is far more important. This kid's dying. I'm actually still alive. I might be sick, but you know, I don't think I need to bother Jesus. Um, yeah. But yet she still pushed through. And I think, you know, that, that's another thing is to not give up. Like 12 years is a really long time to suffer with something. Um, but Jesus can do something in an instant and, yeah. and just really trust him that he can actually do it. Um, and, and there's no doubt we all have things we're thinking about, praying about, and God can just do it in an instant. And to just really start to believe that, yeah. uh, which is really important. Um Another thing that I thought that she might be embarrassed or ashamed too, you know, like to actually be there because her issue would have been one that in that culture was unclean and and she shouldn't have even been there in the first place. So she's gone in and touched Jesus. Just talk to me a little bit about the response that Jesus had to that in terms of actually calling her out and maybe even allowing her to feel that that's okay. Yeah, I think, you know, like like Jesus Jesus stops and says, you know, someone's deliberately touched me and I've, you know, I've felt felt the healing power go out of me. Mm-hmm. So Jesus has known something's happened and then and then the the woman there is, you know, it says that she's she's trembling and she falls to her knees in front of him because she's afraid of of what the result is going to be, but then she has this opportunity to share you know, which again is a really, really hard thing. But I just, mm. I mean, I just, I just picture that and and imagine being in the crowd and hearing this woman saying, "You know, I've been, I've been bleeding for twelve years, and all I did was reach out and touch the hem of your robe, and immediately I'm healed." Yeah. You know yeah. that again, the points of the power of testimony. You know, yeah, there's absolutely. Just that. I mean, it's it's not a simple thing, but you know, just that simple process of her reaching out, touching, being healed, and then to be able to testify to that in you know there's just such incredible witness in that as to the power of jesus and you know he mm. didn't he didn't have to say anything he didn't do anything yeah so in in a way he was not yep. really involved in that miracle no 
except for he was the power source of God. He was that that source of God. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and you know he he then responds to that and says, "Your faith has made you well. Mm. Go in peace." Yep. Um, you know, I I said to you before, just mucking around. I, I wonder, you know, if he would have responded in a different way. You know, oh, you reached out and and you touched me when you weren't supposed to, and so you were healed, but now you're not again. But that's yeah. not how you know. That's not how God God works. That might be how we work at times. Yeah. You know, oh, you didn't you didn't wait your turn. Yeah. You know, like what you're saying before. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're number one thousand and one on the list. So no, sorry, not today. You you had a moment there, but not anymore. Yeah. Stop um, pushing your way to God. That's right. You know, it's just that again points to that unlimited resource of God and and. You know, I just I, the other thing I love about this story is is, and it's evident in a lot of other stories as well, is just the availability of Jesus. Yeah. You know, like yep. he comes across the lake. Obviously, he's got plans or whatever because the crowds know he's coming yep. and they're waiting for him. Um, and immediately, he's he's met by by Jairus and and his plans change and mm. he's off heading towards Jairus's house to to look after his daughter and then and then he's touched by this woman and and stops and and works through that situation you know and and time and time again through Jesus ministry it's it's about you know yes he had plans but there was still time to to stop and to to deal with things that mm. that came up and you know I think that's a real encouragement for us that that God is always available and it doesn't matter wh- what else he's got planned he will always have time for us to stop and yeah. and to to listen and to to can you know th- and there's connection there you know there was yep. there was a you know it wasn't it wasn't like Jesus said oh someone touched my robe I felt the healing power o- over me whoever that was you're now healed off you go there was time to find out the story there was time to identify with who yeah. she was yep and you know like I just it's yeah, pretty powerful isn't it and it like, is. Yeah, I think I heard a preacher once say about, you know, sometimes we should study the stops of Jesus, not not just yeah, the steps of Jesus. And absolutely. It's like, it seems that time and time again, Jesus allowed himself to be interrupted. Like, yeah. I think when he was on a purpose plan, uh, he would always fulfill it anyway. But he mm. seemed to have time for people. And maybe that's also something we need to think about, you know. Yeah, definitely. Be present with people. Yeah. You know, who's, who's actually before us right now? Mm. Am I present with them? Am I... Uh, being God to them in that situation, so to speak, um, yep. or representing yep. Christ to them well, am I taking time to actually really understand and know their story? Like Jesus didn't even have to get her to tell the story, to be honest. No, that's right. But it, it was like she she knew what she was about, and and the fact that he said deliberately touch me, yeah. And when there were obviously a lot of people touching him, um, it speaks to her as well like no there was that purpose about what she had mm. but also then he didn't just say who touched me found out and go oh it was you cool let's carry on no that's right uh, it was like tell me your story yeah now that speaks yep. to me of presence and actually getting to know people's hearts as well mm. so we're not just interested in the power of god but that relationship that we have with christ and and with the father and even with other christians and with the world around us you know are we are we willing to hear the story? Mm. You know, are we willing to enter into their world, or are we so busy preaching the gospel that we don't have time to actually understand the gospel is about people and yeah. the relationship with them? And yeah, I, I think to me that's 
yeah, good observation, Matt. Like, mm. I think the, yeah, that, that time, the presence with people. Yeah. Yeah, pretty powerful, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, what else we got there? da 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 da, da. I think that's about it. Mm. I think that's yeah. about it. I, I think, like, for me, as I read that story, and I've read it many times, it's one of the, I, I guess... I won't say it's a common story that a lot of Christians know because I feel like a lot of people don't really read their Bible. Um, but if they did, they'll get so much out of it. Mm. But being a person who's been in church all my life, I've heard this story many, many times. But each mm. time, I find something new and amazing. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's just Definitely. incredible. And I think my encouragement to people listening is this. Don't ever stop trying to touch Jesus. Because <laughs> mm. when you do, his power is available to you. He wants to heal you. He wants to make your situation change. The whole point of the cross was to set at liberty those that were captive, to heal the sick, raise the dead, mm. open blinded eyes, um, and, and to free everyone who had been bound by the devil. And yep. it's like, um, for me, like I often think about my Christian walk and I'm like, I don't want to walk into salvation when I die. It's the day I'm born again. Yeah. That I want to start to experience that joy of salvation. So push in, make sure if you've been waiting for a long time, don't feel like it won't happen. Uh, remember, God always has time for you. Yep. God cares about every single issue that you have, and He's there to heal you yep. um, in whatever it is. Yeah, that's all from me, mate. Any uh, thoughts to go out on? Oh, I think I think you just about covered it all, man. Just yeah, just to be be in that place of reaching out. You know, knowing that knowing that God is there, knowing that Jesus is there, and and ready and willing and waiting. Mm. Um, you know, it's yeah, just so so awesome. What a privilege. Yeah. And and you know, I guess and and to be be present. You know, be present with the people that are around you. Yeah. Um, you know, don't don't get so caught up in your plans that you're so inflexible that you can't actually deal with. Yeah, with the stuff yeah. that's going on right in front of you. Yeah, I don't have yeah. time to do what you say, God. Yeah. Anyway, that's right. And I just really want to pray for everyone today. Um, don't normally pray at the end, but I just feel like we should. Yep. Yeah, Father, I just want to thank you for your goodness. Um, I thank you, God, that you are a willing healer, Lord, that you want us to be free. And I'm just praying for those that are listening today. Anyone who's been struggling with an issue for a long time to not give up hope. But, Father, put their trust in you. In fact, Lord, even right now, I just ask that in Jesus' name you'd change things. Amen. Amen.